In an out of control runaway world, one man walks a lonely path down the dusty prairies of tomorrow. His destination, a future for mankind that doesn't suck. The poncho that keeps him warm, a vision of world peace given to humanity by the Creator. The trusty six gun at his side, a piercing understanding of how shit in this life actually works. And that soggy cigar butt clenched between his teeth, that blunt of truth will blow your fucking mind. Okay, hi everyone. It's March 12th, 2021. I'm International Sherrick, and we are recording from the New World. So where do we go now? Where do we go now? Isn't it fun to like face the vastness and not know what the hell we're going to do? Even though I have plans, I like, oh, I want to do this. I put the sticky notes together. I have plans. It just never happens. As soon as we start the show, we encounter the vastness that has no plan. There's no plan in the vastness. It's pure feminine energy. The plan is masculine. The goal is masculine. Where are we going? Where are we getting to? Didn't I get scolded by Mike the Mike yesterday? Yes! I got scolded because I was like a, I was like a carousing tomcat going after my, these like a hot little kitten, kitties, not kittens. That would be, you know, fedophilia, like felines, not pedophilia, fedophilia. When you like kittens. peppermint tea with a squirt of something in it. No, no, stop. Not <laughs> dirty mind. No. International. Stop it. Everyone stop it. It's a squirt of uh, guarana. The hell of that? What the hell is he talking about? Look it up. It's naturally occurring. Caffeine, Mike. Oh, it's so boring. It's not about something else. So, all right, does it come out of a sexual organ? No, Mike, it comes from a from a seed. Oh, a seed, huh? That sounds a little better, Lori. So maybe we could just relate to the vastness. Anyway, but we but we engage the creativity so we're learning how to be an artist and everyone is a creator everyone on the planet is a creator and then the creators are divided into artists and builders but everyone is a creator so in the new world we all have to learn to relate to creativity we have to recognize that we're creative beings you are creating the life that you're in right now in this very moment, you're creating it. Is that wild? You're telling the story. You don't even know it. Your belief system is a screenplay. It's a script. And you're telling that story. You're, you're creating it. You're in it. 
you are in your narrative. So in other words, if your narrative contains a role, it's the screenplay, right? So if in the screenplay you have uh, like a, a romantic partner that uh, belittles you and degrades you because that's what's in your story is that you were taught young in your conditioning environment that you're a piece of shit and you need to just prove that over and over again for the rest of your life. So many people have that. It's shocking. Because the world is dysfunctional. We're all raised in the dysfunction. So if that's, if that's the screenplay that lives in your belief system, well, then you're going to have to cast it. You're going to have to go out and find that asshole or bitch that treats you like shit. And then you'll cast them in the role. So you're creating the life you're in with the screenplay you have in your unconscious belief system. And then take all of those screenplays, all the human beings alive on the planet at any given time. And that's our collective screenplay. And that determines the narrative, the story we're in collectively as the collective protagonist. A collective protagonist is when there's multiple heroes acting as one unit. Fantastic Four, Ocean's Eleven. They've always got numbers. Well, they don't always, but they have numbers in them. And then there's the, like I said, the collective narrative, the collective screenplay that leaves that lives in our collective unconscious belief system. And so uh, that's what's uh, playing out. And there's another uh, important component here that we have to we have to look at. Well, first, let me say, there's the collective narrative, the collective screenplay that is creating the collective movie that we're in. That's the story of mankind. And now is a unique time on the planet because. There's an alternative narrative coming in. The path has split like the poem. But is it the path less taken? The road less traveled? I think that's the book, The Road Less Traveled. The path less taken, I think, is the poem. Boots, Boots is back. Boots, Boots is back. Stone cold sober, as a matter of fact. Yeah, the boots, the boots. Boots is back. No response. <laughs> MIA. What's going boot? Hello? Earth to boots. The road not taken. You see that? Slave wife beat her to it. That's what I said yesterday. Slave wife's better than boots. Who needs boots? <laughs> I do. Damn it. If no one else will admit it, I will. I need her. People, people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. And you don't bring me flowers anymore. 
apparently that needing people got a little, uh, a little dysfunctional. People, people who need people, bring me the flowers. Are the luckiest people? Where are the flowers? I need you, people. What a fucking mess. That's the feminine, messy. We're in it. Do I have a goal? Do I have a plan? I'm just allowing for the feminine. Internationally, I like it, but I don't like it. I love it. This is incredible. You really listened to my advice yesterday. You should listen to Slave Wife as much as you listen to me. Sorry, Slave Wife. He's listening to me. I don't, he doesn't ever listen to you. He's listening to me. But I'm going to have a talk with him, Slave Wife. I'm going to let him know. He should listen to you, too. You're not being that carousing tomcat with those giant little furry, furry nuts, International. The one's hanging right below the tail. You know where the tail sticks straight up and they got those furry little, furry little testicles. You don't have your furry testicles on today, International. No, I don't. I did listen to you, Mike. I know. It's incredible. By the way, um, Slave Wife thinks you're too mean. Mike? Oh, International, you shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said it? No. He really takes everything that Slave Wife says really seriously. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Man, I don't blame him. I would listen. I would do anything that Slave Wife said. And I don't know. International, I don't know why you don't listen to her. Um, Excuse me. I think I do listen to her. Well, I don't know about that. What do you mean you don't know about it? I'm the one that's married to her. Yeah. But we know what's going on, International. We, we have an insight into your relationship. You have insight into my relationship. Yeah, because we're you. We represent different aspects of you, International. It's just like my good friend, my dear friend, Marbo Man. Number one, I can't recall his name at this moment. But he died of painful degrading death from cancer. Yes, he did. And what did he say? I can't remember international, but it was really profound what he said. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it wasn't. I know you're laughing, but he died a painful and degrading death from cancer of the esophagus. They had to remove so much of his esophagus international that they didn't even, you know, how they put the hole in the throat. And you have to breathe through the hole in the throat. They took so much of it out. They had to put his hole, his breathe hole, like it was a whale. They had to put it in his belly button. He had to breathe through his belly button? That's right. And you know what he did? Marlboro Man, my dear friend, Marlboro Man number one. International, I'm not making this up. He used to smoke a cigarette through his belly button breathe hole. Oh my God, that's terrible. He just got to give up the addiction. 
That's right, Mike the Mike. He couldn't. I wish I felt like I was doing Boone's voice better. Uh, international. You just got to give it up. You got to allow me to be imperfect. I mean, I'm Boone. Boone Rider. Now everybody's like Mr. Coffee. Can everybody please? Oh, I'm the director of the Playhouse. So everybody should not do the whole Mr. I'm Mr. Fucking Coffee. The way he does that thing. I do not want the play. I don't want everyone in the Playhouse to start saying their name like they're Mr. Like, Bodie just said a Boone Rider. We know who you are. You don't need to say your name like Mr. Coffee does. So, Mike, could I, you know, can I still do it? Of course. You're Mr. You're Mr. Fucking Coffee. Of course you can still do it. It's a silly question. So, Mr. Fucking Coffee piped out. It's enough out of you. I'm running the show here. See, now, Mike, that right that right there. I think that's what a slave wife is talking about. What exactly, Bone Rider? Is she talking about somebody? Please explain what the hell's going on around here. I'm the director of the playhouse. Yeah, you just sounded like Mr. Right there. You just did it yourself, Mike. I didn't say I'm Mike the Mike. I'm the fucking director of the playhouse. There you That's it right there, Mike. That's it. Right there. You didn't say your name, but you sounded just like Mr. Coffee. Yeah, so what's so what the fuck? What's so bad about being me, eh? Well, Mr. Coffee, well, Mr. Coffee, there ain't nothing bad about being you. None of us is perfect. Man, I know. After a cat, after a long, sweaty haul, a cattle driver covered in sweat and dust, and I get paid, and that money's a jingling in my pocket. It ain't the church that I'm headed for. No, it ain't. I'm going straight to the Stallone for the rot gut and the prostitutes. That's right. And then when I get my belly full of rot gut, I got enough of that joy juice in my belly. Then I pick me a fine heifer and I bring her upstairs and she gives me a bath. She heats the water, fills the bathtub to the perfect temperature and I climb inside and then she spreads her labia and plants her vagina that's enough bone my god it's the kid show (laughs) (laughs) oh god help me This is the kids show. <laughs> uh, it's fun, you know, I get that idea of Boone's going to talk. Boone, like, always is, like, talking about the rock gut and the prostitutes. And uh, just get that idea. He's going to go, he's going to be too graphic about the whole thing. And then it's fun to go into it. <sighs> anyway. So maybe we could just have a little silence. How about that? What are the podcasters doing that? The sound of silence. That's a little heavy-handed, don't you think? Lyrics-wise. I mean, who doesn't like Simon and Garfunkel, but... 
sound of silence. What do you mean the sound of silence? Silence makes a sound. It does? Oh, yes. Listen. Okay, I didn't hear anything. You didn't listen. No, I did listen. I just didn't hear anything. Well, let's try it again. No, I didn't hear anything that time either. So don't buy the album. I didn't buy the album. Don't then. I'm not going to. Good. Because obviously you can't hear the sound of the silence. Uh, no, I can't. All right, well, I think this conversation's over. Are you Simon or are you Garfunkel? Uh, none of your business. I don't need to give you out my personal information. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for whatever. Okay, don't buy it. Don't buy the album. Do us all a favor. Buy some some uh, Jethro Tull or Donovan. Well, I really don't like either of them. I'd like to recommend Mellow Yellow. Go buy it. Oh, God, clean up on aisle three. That was messy. <clears throat> yeah, I was feeling very insecure about Boone's voice. But uh, he kind of set me straight, huh? Hi, Core Chat. I hate that feeling. Like I'm just not doing it well. But this is the, the creative process. If you're not feeling that imperfection, like, oh, this isn't good. Is it, is it, if you're not feeling the doubt, then you're not in a real creative process. Because doubt is part of the creative process. Doubt is what makes you a creator. As I've said so many times, doubt is the, is the open window that inspiration flies in through. So doubt and, and inspiration work hand in hand. And it's that the act of being human, having the doubt and then doing it anyway, that's that's the heroic act, the, her, the heroic act of creating. And so when you start to create consciously instead of unconsciously, that's where it, it gets scary. So just like I, I told you, there's uh, two stories unfolding, the collective narratives unfolding. So you have your narrative, you're in your individual narrative, right? And if you haven't been trained... <clears throat> to be a modern hero mystic, then you don't even know, you're just telling us, you don't even know you're telling a story. You just you keep telling it over and over. And that's why you repeat these patterns. Nothing changes. Then when you become conscious, you get the training and you become conscious of what you're doing. Now you can begin to write the story consciously instead of constantly telling the story unconsciously. And if you always do what you always did, you'll always get what you always got. When you move from unconscious creation to conscious creation, that's where you, that's where it gets scary, and the doubt comes in. 
because you recognize how much power you have to craft the story that you're that you're in and you move into leadership and leadership is all about vision and inspiring others when you're consciously crafting your narrative then you're you have vision of where you need to go and the more you move into leadership where other people need to go too other people who are part of your story And that's where the insecurity comes in. Well, how do I know this vision is right? How do I know this is where we need to go? You'd rather just someone else tell you, this is where you need to go. I mean, that's just happening all over the planet today. Just look at it, right? Put this mask on. Okay. Well, one mask isn't enough. Now you need two. Okay. No, we're up to 12 masks. Okay. Those are people that don't want to be leaders. They don't want to have any vision. They just want to do what they're told. Those are the sheeple. Sheeple, sheeple who need sheeple to keep the lie alive in the world. <clears throat> so when you wake up and you're not sleepwalking anymore, you have to take responsibility. You got to make choices and you have to influence your reality. That happens at the individual level. And then what we need to do as, as a race, as a species on the planet is we need to influence the narrative at the collective level. Because yes, that narrative, the old world narrative is being told unconsciously. And if you always do what you always did, you'll always get what you always got more oppression oppression more oppression and tyranny on the planet more oppression on the planet but this time it has to be more oppression even more even more oppressive and tyrannical there's only two options oppression and tyranny or liberty and freedom those are the only two options and human beings are programmed to be free. We're programmed to be free. That's our spiritual programming. You have spiritual programming and you have primal programming, both. Because it's just one big video game we're in. So you're, you're programmed with drives and needs. And that spiritual programming programs you to be free. If you're a follower, then you have to deny your soul. Because you can't listen to the programming that drives you towards freedom. It's comforting, isn't it? The bong ripping sound effects. Can you hear that? The drumming? Come, they told him. I always love that song. The newborn king to see. What's going to go up now? Let's see how we do. The finest gifts will bring.
peace on earth. That's the Bing Crosby, David Bowie duet that I've talked about before. Hey, international. Oh, hey, Jesus. How's it go? How's it? How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for asking. It's amazing uh, to see you again and have you visit the podcast. Yeah. You know, I thought I'd just pop in and say hello. Well, I'm honored. I'm honored. Yeah, me too. I'm honored to be here. You are? Oh, come on, international. Of course. Yeah. Well, I've, I can't tell you how much that affects me. That's great. Because, uh, you know, I feel really moved being here. I'm so glad. Because there's work to do, you know, you human beings. I know. It's a lot of work to do. It's going to take all of you guys to uh, to do what I tried to do by myself. I don't know how you, how did you think you could do it by yourself? Well, I didn't. You didn't think you could? No, it was, international wasn't the time, you know, it's just, I'm just like introducing it to the, hey, everyone. I'm the, what are you, what are you saying? I'm the, I'm the, I'm the gimme. Oh yeah, you're the gimme. That's right. Yeah. It's, I'm just, I'll be here to show everyone what's possible. That's, that's, uh, that's why I, uh, incarnated and, and how's it going now in heaven? Good. Good. Thanks for asking. Of course. <laughs> well, you know how much you impact me. I do. Yeah. You, you sound a little doubtful. Yeah, well, you know, I come down on earth, I get to be doubtful. I don't get to be doubtful up in heaven, international. You like being doubtful? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the human experience, right? Yeah. I was just talking to everybody about doubt. I know I heard, and that's why I came. You heard? Yeah, you're always surprised, international, that I listen to the podcast. Uh, I am surprised, I don't miss an episode. Sometimes you take a little too long to put the episodes up. If uh, you don't, if I might offer you some critique, you kind of have this uh, strange ambivalence where you're, you you kind of don't want to put them up. You you don't really want anyone to hear the podcast. <sighs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> That's funny, international. Thanks. I'm glad you have a sense of humor. Oh, come on. You gotta. You got. Yeah, gotta have a sense of humor to be the son of God. Yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. Oh, yeah. And, you know, dad is, dad's awesome. He is? Oh, yeah. He has a sense of humor, too, sometimes. What do you mean sometimes? Well, okay, he doesn't really have a sense of humor. He can't. He can't have a sense of humor? No. It's hard. It's hard for dad. It is, huh? Yeah, because he's just the, the, the great isness. Yeah. That's like your initials, IS, International Shark, is. That's why we gave you that name. Yeah, I know. I didn't pick it. No, you didn't. Exactly. Because you get to learn about the isness, the business of isness. Yeah. And dad is just, he's he, international. He's just, he's isness. It's hard to relate to him. So wait, Jesus, what you're saying is you have father issues? Yes, I do. Just like, like, like you. <sighs> wow, this is super relieving. I mean, I can't believe, I can't believe how human you are. Yeah, you know, I am international. I'm, 
I live just like you are. I was a human being. I just love that. I love the human Jesus. Good. I, I, I want to be human. Yeah, I, like, I like you being human. It's a relief to be here. I like, I like the studio that you don't have. Thanks. Yeah, it's nice. Well, thanks, Jesus. Yeah, I thought I'd lay a little silence on you, International. You're making a joke about the sound of silence, and like you didn't hear it. I just want to give you a dose. It's powerful. Jesus. Yeah. You hear anything? Oh, putting me on the spot. No. Good. It's nothing to hear. Yeah, I'm going to have a talk with Simon and Garfunkel when uh, they get to heaven, okay? You, you can't hear silence, international. I'm glad you didn't fall for that. It's a, it's a heavy-handed lyric, in my opinion, too. I'm with you on that. That's good. I'm glad. But the silence can be so rich and so full, huh, Jesus? Yeah. It should have been the fullness of silence. I like that better. I like that better. I'm going to send them to hell. You are? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, there's that sense of humor again. <laughs> I really uh, I really like that, Jesus. And I really love uh, I really love that you uh, you stopped by. You getting rid of me? No. But we have to go to a commercial break, Jesus, so we're going to have to end the interview. <laughs> oh, international. How do you like the like the bong sound effects that I do with the tea and the coffee? I love it. Are you kidding? International, that sounds like a big, like giant, juicy bong rip to me. It does, doesn't it? Yes. All right. Well, I got to go. And for real, it's busy up there. Must be. Yeah. And someday I'll tell you uh, like what really went on international. I know you're on the, uh, on the, on the scent already. But like what I really went through one day, I'm going to tell you, oh, wow, I can't wait for that. That'll be a that'll be an exclusive, exclusive interview with Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you. All right, great. I accept anytime. Stop by anytime, Jesus. Yeah, of course. And uh, just get them up faster on Spotify. OK, you, you're getting them off Spotify. Yeah. So just just get it. Just be just be punctual. Can you do that for me? Right, and I'll, I'll I'll leave your name at the pearly gates. You'll get right in. Okay. All right. Well, take care, Jesus. See you soon. Yes, yeah, see you soon, International. Really great to chat and connect again. Okay, bye. Well, it was Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Wow. I feel so inspired and uplifted now. <clears throat> I love it when Jesus come by, comes by the show. And you see how human he was. So great. <clears throat> so much more relatable than than like the dogmatic religion makes him out to be, huh? He's just like us. There's the doubt, right? I love that he he loves the the bong rip sound effects, huh? So great. All right. Um Hold on a second here. 
just just hold on. on. You, you learn anything? Jesus laid down some awesome silence. Did you feel that? Corchat, did you feel that silence? It was pretty amazing, huh? Yeah. Silence is golden. I, I thought I could get more with that one than the sound of silence. Silent boots hashtag felt the silence. <laughs> it should be hashtag feel the silence. Hold on, please. Oh, perfect. I knew I should go to the news. Here's the um, headline. Judge passes motion banning comparison of George Floyd's death to Jesus Christ's crucifixion at the trial. <sighs> That's crazy, huh? The motion precludes, quote, any expert from likening the death of George Floyd to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ on the ground that such analogy is prejudicial. How about such analogy? Such analogy is kind of ridiculous. How about that? Oh shit! What the hell is going on? I'm trying to move this window. There we go. Okay, here we go. Judge Peter Cahill granted a motion preventing the death of convicted felon George Floyd from being likened to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ during the Derek Chauvin. Murder trial striking a major blow to Black Lives Matter activists who had hoped to paint Floyd as a martyred holy figure. Now that is a stretch. The judge was presented with the following motion on Monday. The defendant moves the court for an order precluding any expert from likening the death of George Floyd to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ on the ground that such analogy is prejudicial. <sighs> Clown world, huh? When does the insanity stop? Never. Never? Never. It just gets more and more insane. Judge Cahill agree, I guess it should be agreed, with the motion and it was passed without incident. The defense team, the defense team cited previous instances of Floyd being compared to Jesus Christ by eyewitnesses, which were quickly recognized by the judge as inaccurate and prejudicial. The move was met with outrage by Black Lives Matter activists who had hoped to paint, to paint Floyd as a messianic figure. Then there's a tweet here. This guy was tweeting, has a picture of the courtroom. <clears throat> Everyone has masks on in the courtroom. Tweets, weird motion. Judge rules that witnesses are forbidden from, quote, likening the death of George Floyd to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ on the ground. It's like a, a asphalt crucifixion. I guess one of the state's witnesses had brought it up. So Chauvin's attorney filed a motion to prevent it from being mentioned in court. <laughs> it's funny that it's okay. This other tweet says court grants motion on precluding any expert from quote, likening the death of George Floyd to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ Christ end quote. Judge Cahill first said, quote, I have to ask, how did this even become a motion? End quote. Apparently, a state witness has said it before in the context of asphyxiation. Yeah, so anyway. The posthumous messianic treatment of Floyd started almost immediately after his death. In July 20th, a mobile, 
memorial hologram using state-of-the-art technology was commissioned to tour the city, replacing American monuments and statues. Here's part of that story. Residents of Georgia, North Carolina, Virginia, and other southern states will soon see their nighttime skylines replaced by an enormous rotating hologram of George Floyd's face projected above the vandalized sites of former Confederate statues and monuments. The projects, the project funded by George Floyd Foundation and Change.org will start, start replacing a Confederate statue in Richmond, Virginia. According to NBC 12, George Floyd's family members will join together with local black artists, musicians, poets, and leaders for the first public unveiling of the hologram at 7.30 p.m. Live music and entertainment from Soul Taco, Free Agun Femi Bangura, Yamima Davis, and other black leaders will accompany the memorial's unveiling. The memorial itself will consist of a series of pulsing yellow lights intended to mimic fireflies that will coalesce over time and link together to assemble the glowing holographic, holographic face of George Floyd. Floyd's visage, accompanied by the letters of his name in garish, bold text reminiscent of Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas version. The San Andreas version. Get it straight. No, it's not that version. It's the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas version that the text is going to resemble, okay? We'll then float over the selected monument site, sites for several hours. The courthouse where George Floyd murder trial will take place has been barricaded with metal fencing and razor wire in anticipation of riots and thousands of National Guard troops and riot police are expected to be deployed during the trial. Well, there you go. The craziness continues. This is why we need the uh, new world so bad. We need the sanity. All right. It's Friday, so have a good weekend. I'll see you on the other side.